All right, welcome to the Speak Your Peace podcast. My name is Big E. Uh, I got some special guests with me first. Uh, SYP creator Scott is here. Scott, how are you doing? Hey, doing well. I'm excited. This is a long-awaited pod. We've been waiting a long time to do this, so here it comes. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Also joining us today is special guest Liam Hudson. Liam, how are you doing today? I am great. I'm great. Happy to be here. Um, connections here. Uh, actually, Liam and I used to play peewee hockey uh, for, for one year. It was only one year. Uh, you also have your own uh, Elite Prospects page, which I'm kind of jealous about, not going to lie. <laughs> um, and, co- and correct me if I'm wrong with this, but I, do, I heard you were interested in the stock market. Like you have an interest in what's going on in stocks. Uh, so later on, you know, if we got the time, we'll, you know, you know, tell people, you know, why investing in tech isn't as safe as it might, you know, once have been. And, you know, maybe what commodities to short. Yeah, we can do that. <laughs> Uh, you can do that. But seriously, no. Today, uh, we're previewing the 2020 Masters Tournament. Uh, Bryson DeChambeau, the betting favorite at plus 800. Other favorites include Dustin Johnson, plus 185. John Ram, plus 900. Justin Thomas, plus 1100. Um, Scott, I'm, I'll start with you. Um, who, yeah. are, who are you most looking forward to? So first of all, I just want to confirm that are you at Augusta right now? Let's just confirm that. Uh yes, I yes I got media accreditation. I am in Augusta, Georgia. Uh, it is going to be raining here. Um, Man, like for for uh, midnight Eastern, it looks real sunny over there. Gotta say, uh, it's it's much closer to the equator than you would once think. Um, that's that's why it's such a beautiful day here. Uh, yeah. I'm Augusta. not stupid, Ian. Come on. <laughs> okay, it's my it's my background. It's my background. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Um, you asked me about who I'm looking at to win. Well, who, who are you most excited to watch this weekend? Who am I most excited to watch? Tiger Woods. Tiger? People are like, Bryson DeChambeau is going to win. People are like, oh, like Brooks Kepka's in it. Like JT's probably going to win. Tiger, I'm excited to see Tiger Woods, what he can do. And if if he's anything like he was in the, on the final round of last year, it's his to win. It is his to win. Uh, I'm I, I disappointed. Last year, I didn't get to see the final round because I had an exam on the Sunday of Masters. That is unfortunate. Very unfortunate. Liam, who's your favorite golfer on tour right now? Who, who's your go-to golfer? Favorite golfer on tour? Uh, either Brooks or JT, for sure. Okay. Right. Brooks just loved the cockiness. He's got the attitude, and he's just huge. He's a... He's a man rocket. He's like jacked. He's he hits man. the ball like 800 yards, not quite as far as Bryson, but he can smoke the ball. Just an absolute man rocket. How can you not like the guy? <laughs> I was watching an interview, uh, I think it was earlier today, live at the Masters on the Golf Channel, just to get previewed and prep, prep for this. And Kepka was discussing about, you know, the cheating that goes on tour. And he. He didn't directly say Patrick Reed, Bryson DeChambeau, but he was definitely hinting at those guys as being like the two biggest frauds on tour, which I, I did get a laugh at. That's pretty funny. Oh yeah, he's not afraid to make some some controversial comments for sure. He start <laughs> he starts some stuff in the media, and you gotta love it. Golf needs a little excitement here and there, and he definitely brings that. Um, Scott, I know you had some questions that you wanted to answer, or I wanted to ask. I'll let you take it from here for a little bit. Uh, kind of let you run with the table for a little bit. Um, questions like what? 
you, well, might, you I might need to measure here. Well, you wanted to do some categories or, or a quiz or you know. Oh, okay, okay. I hope I hope I hope you've taken down some notes like I have here. Like I I've come prepared and prepped. They're all right here. They're all right here, big boy. <laughs> Don't worry. I, I came prepared. Hey, I'm a smart guy. I know what I'm doing. Um, so, uh, like again. For me, like I think there's three categories that are important, and I I want to kind of highlight these. And I think at this like between the three of us, like we'll highlight kind of nine golfers, ten nine ten guys that that are in the hunt and that you should actually watch this week. It's gonna be it's gonna be a great tournament. And um, so again, I'll start with three categories. I think we'll do picks to win last, but I think let's do um number one. We'll do our, our guy that's not gonna finish in the top twenty, the guy that's your dark horse pick. And then you're picked to win. So we'll do picks to win last. We'll get that. We'll finish that last. Save, save it for the viewers. But um, I'm gonna start with a guy that's not gonna make the top twenty, and that's gonna be Brooks Kepka. Oh. He's not gonna. Ooh. He's not gonna be in the top twenty. He's playing. He's had. He's had a good term. Good run. And I think he's. It's just gonna catch up to him. All the the shit talking in the media and everything like that. He's a great player. Don't get me wrong. He might finish top twenty five, but. Again, the category is top twenty. He's not going to make it in the top twenty. Hot uh, take. I was going to say, Liam, you you have to kind of follow up there because you just said Kepka's your guy, so that's kind of. You, you, I'll let you follow up with that big guy. Yeah, so I can't. I can't necessarily disagree with that. He's my guy, but he's not. He's not. He's not my guy for this tournament. I'll be honest. He's not my guy for the twenty twenty Masters. I, wow. I'm a fan of what he does and what he brings for the game of golf. I don't think he is consistent enough to be a threat in every single tournament. I think he's super exciting and he brings a lot of fun and excitement to pretty much every tournament by this trash talking. And I enjoy seeing it, uh, but I don't necessarily think he's going to win. It's similar to in hockey, the Carolina Hurricanes. They've got this fancy storm surge, all this fun stuff. They're not going to win the cup. They're not. <laughs> it's the exact same thing. They bring a ton of fans, bring excitement. They're not going to yeah. win. That's actually uh, my guy. Honestly, that's a great analogy. I like that. Thank you. I, like I thought of that one just on the spot. Um, my guy, not going to finish top 20, is Rory McIlroy. I swear that guy is never going to finish top 20 in a Masters. He, I, I don't know what it is. He's got the Masters curse. He's not going to. He just, oh. he just can't. He's going to look. He's going to look great in his hoodie. Uh, but he's not gonna. <laughs> he's not gonna get top twenty. That's a really interesting one because golf was like, like for a while, like about five years ago, it was like golf had like McElroy and Spieth were like the guys, right? And McElroy, I don't want to say they're both shitty golfers now, but it's like they haven't won a major in so long, right? Yeah, it's kind of like if you if you're the guys, you gotta win. If you if True. you're the if you're the you know face of the sport, you got to be the winners. Yeah. Um My guy who's not going to finish in the top twenty. Um, this might be a bad pick, but I'm going to say Colin Morikawa. I I don't see him finishing in the top twenty. It, it just because he's playing in the Masters for the first time. Uh, he's very young. He he just you know won the PGA Championship. I want to say in August is when that happened. I could be complete August, September around that time. He won. Who knows what time, who knows what time is like in 2020. Um, I I would think that Morikawa would use this experience playing with no spectators. Uh, it, it's expected to be a rainy weekend in Augusta. 
I just think he would use this as maybe a, a building block for next year, future tournaments. I just don't see him jumping ahead into the top 20 and being a contender this weekend. But that's one that definitely I could, you know, look really stupid and saying. <laughs> you know, fair enough. That, that's Those are all good picks, guys. I like that. Morikawa, I think he's – he'll be there, but I don't think he – like, in a few years, he's a young star. He'll be – Give him a few years, and he'll be like, he'll be ripping up the tour. I think. Well, that's just it. I don't, it's not, not. I'm not trying. Again, it's it's when you say something negative that people just think you're shitting on somebody, and it's not. I think he's a really good golfer, and I think he has the chance to be one of the best, you know, best in the sport by the end of this decade. It's just this weekend and the circumstances. I just don't see it happening yeah. for him. But who absolutely. Knows? And again, watch us be wrong. Like you never know at this yeah. point. Watch us be wrong. Yeah. Ian, do you um, see him he- making the cut? I think he'll make the cut. I, I think he'll make the cut. Um, I just don't like, and I don't know what it'll be. What it, what like the leaders will be like. Like I don't know if making a cut is going to be even par. I don't know if it's going to be one under. I don't know if it's going to be plus one. Because now this year the new rule change, it's the fifty lowest players, including ties, make the cut. Doesn't matter how far back you are. Because ma- ten shots. Yeah, I, that's that's interesting. So. There could be like a whole bunch of players that make the cut, or it could be like not that many. And I don't know where that fifty mark is going to be. It might be even par again. It might be one under, two under. Who knows? But I, yeah. I see him making the cut. I just don't see him being, you know, contending for that, you know, top spot. Yeah. Uh, Scott, you want to do dark horse star? Yeah, I can start with dark horse. Um, so normally, as people know, I'm a Nike guy, but I'm wearing my Adidas shirt today because I support John Rom as my dark horse pick to win the Masters this year. I just think he's been he's been there the whole year. He's been consistent. He's been playing really well. I think he's won a tournament as well a few weeks ago. Yeah, I think you're right. He won one yeah, of the, he, the PG um, FedEx Cups, I think. FedEx Cup, yeah. I think maybe St. Saint, Saint Jude, maybe? Something like that, won. yeah. Yeah, he won that one. Um, he's been, again, he almost won the Tour Championship, FedEx Cup, from last year. Look out. Look out for John Rom. He's putting really well. People... Go watch, go check out the link of him sinking a hole in one skip shot. I aspire to do that one day. So um, go check it out. Then you'll believe my pick. You'll be like, hey, Scott, Scotty K's got a good pick here. So John Rom, not my pick to win, but he's my dark horse. So watch out for John. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. I like that pick. Liam, you go ahead. Who's yeah. your dark horse this weekend? My dark horse is Tommy Fleetwood. Oh. Oh, I like that one. First off, he's got a great group. It's him, Matthew Wolf, and Bubba Watson. Absolutely hilarious group. They've got to be the funniest group on tour. Um, And Fleetwood, he's a good golfer in my opinion. He's absolutely hilarious. If you see any interviews or kind of behind the scenes stuff with him, uh, he is super funny, um, so you can't not like him. So I'm just I'm just hoping that he pulls something something crazy and gets some courage from the big boys he's playing with. And yeah, I like that pick. I will say uh, Fleetwood's iron game is elite. Is elite, and if his short game's anything close to good, I think he's top ten. I'm I'm actually really jealous of that pick. That's actually a really good pick. Ian was gonna pick him. <laughs> I was I, wa- I wasn't I wasn't gonna pick him, but that is a really good pick. Um, yeah, 
You know, I'm going to go with someone that you mentioned just before, Liam. I'm going to go with Matthew Wolf. I think Wolf has Wolfie. really come alive this year. It would be a fun fact, yet interesting fun fact about Matthew Wolf. He has come runner up in both of the events that Bryson DeChambeau has won this year. He DeChambeau won the US Open, Wolf finished second. DeChambeau won the I want to say it's Travelers Championship. I could be yep. wrong. I I should have it here. He won the tra- Travelers Championship. Travelers Championship, Wolf finished second there. Uh, it's just a fun fact. I don't know if it has any meaning this weekend, but if DeChambeau's up there, I would think Wolf has been up there because they both have been neck and neck this year. And I... I feel like you're foreshadowing for your pick to win. I'm not foreshadowing mm-hmm. for my pick to win, <laughs> but I am just, you know, as a dark horse there, as a guy who's played really well, um, you know, this year, especially with all the adversity that's gone on this year. And you could say that with Morikawa as well. You could say that with John Ram. Um, you know, a lot of those guys have played well through the adversity, and Wolf has to be one of those guys. He's my dark horse, dark horse pick to win. I got Matthew Wolf. Uh, Oklahoma State Cowboys, by the way. OSU. OSU. The good school. Them in Texas weren't they like the two top golf schools a few years ago? I want to say Ricky Fowler went to Oklahoma State too, but I could be wrong yeah. in that. I know Spieth was at Texas. Texas has been loaded. Texas has had some good alumni. Go good alumni, that. yeah. They have some, some good golf teams down there, for sure. Um, Ian, North Star with finals pick, or your pick to win? My pick to win? All right, I'll do my pick to win. Um, You know, I, I'm going to go with DJ. I'm going to go with Dustin Johnson. Um, It's... And again, I'm a Bryson guy. I really like Bryson. I've been on him and Fleetwood for like the last two or three years of guys who are just young and great for the sport to promote and to help grow the game. And I just have to go with DJ. He's so hot. He just won the FedEx Cup. Um, he was terrific in the U.S. Open as well. There, there's no way I, I can't go with someone other than DJ at this, at, just at this time. Just because he's so good, he's so hot, and he's never won a Masters. Of all, yeah. like he's never won a Masters. I True. think there's a bit of a chip. There's always been a chip on his shoulder, but I think there's a chip on his shoulder to go and win one this weekend right here. So I got yeah. DJ. He's over blood. It's a good pick. Speaking Actually, that's of good hot. Pick. Yep. Speaking of hot, Paulina Gretzky. Wow, <laughs> DJ is living life. <laughs> He doesn't you know, have to win the Masters to be living life. He is living good. No, D, you know what, DJ, DJ got that Gretzky blood in him, and it's just taken him places he never thought he'd go. That's that's what happened yeah. with DJ, is that he got that, you know, got that Gretzky, whatever you want to call it, in him. And it, it's worked out. It's, it's take, again, it's taken him places he's never gone. So I that's why I'm going with DJ as well. Yeah, so that was actually my choice. Uh <laughs> Oh, I'll result. I'll, I'll turn to a second. I'll turn to a second pick here, and that is Justin Thomas. Who are you? Oh wow, that's my pick, bro. It's just a. Now you take Ian's second. Yeah, pick. Now, now, you, now you have to take mine. <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess so. Hey, tell us why you like JT, and I'll agree with you. Um, he's Mister Consistent, in my opinion. He has no flaws in his game. Uh, other than maybe he could put on a couple more pounds and hit the ball further. He does good with what he's got. Bad English, but he does it. 
Um, there's nothing not to like about his game. I would love to see him win. Uh, it, it'd be a perfect time for him to come up and just play a huge tournament. I think yeah. he can do it. Nothing's stopping him. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. Again, same thing with uh, like Fleetwood. JT's irons are elite, and his short game's really, and putting is really good too. Off the tee will be a question, but again, if if he can keep it in play, I think he'll be up there for sure. If not the winner, I think I I thought I think he'll win too. But for the sake of the pod and for for both of y'all taking each other's picks, um, I'm gonna pick Tony Fino. Oh. So yeah, drop. Dropping bombs. I was I was gonna <laughs> pick Deshambo because that's Ian's second pick. It's always Ian's pick. That was gonna that was gonna be the rotation thing. It was like we were literally <laughs> everybody else's guy, and then you just dropped. The I, had bomb on it. It. I had to All ruin right. it. I had to ruin it. Yeah, I was gonna like pick Deshambo. Why do I like Tony? I don't know. Gut feeling. I think he's he's been up there in Masters before. He's for whatever reason consistent in majors. He's always like in the hunt. And I think it's going to be the same this week here in Augusta. I think he's just got a chance to do it and keep him close. He'll be, yeah. You know, he was looking really good in the PGA Championship. And Morikawa was just that much better. Like, that was the story of that uh, that major of just Morikawa was just, like, Jordan 96. And basically everybody else was just everybody else. And it didn't matter how good anybody else was um yeah hi uh that the shambo oh I, I might change my pick now but i mean <laughs> that's really interesting that nobody picked the shambo to win i think it's a consensus a consensus pick that he is going to have a chance and he's gonna be top five i think just how he's been hitting the ball he's been hitting it further than he was at the u.s open if you can believe that and if the court if the course the conditions are huge this week if it's any bit dry, some of those open fairways in Augusta, he's gonna hit it four four twenty, and have like a six seven like eight iron in on like a par five, like nuts. Yeah, I I, I forget where I heard this, uh, but I believe it's hole thirteen, three hundred fifty yard, par four, dog leg left. He's hitting three wood, clearing the green. That's insane. Three hundred fifty yard. Par four, and that's one of the hardest holes on the, the course. Tee. One of the hardest holes, because again, the the route you go, you have to go right over the tree. You yeah, go, and you're right over top. I mean, we'll see it Thursday, but again, you're going right over the top, and you gotta hit perfect shot. Yeah. Did you guys hear him talking about how not having spectators is an advantage for him, and how he's gonna use that to be able to take riskier lines, and how? He's aiming where spectators usually are and all that badness. I didn't hear that. But I, I, d- I uh, but the other, well, the other thing with him too is that he was still rattled at the PGA Championship a little bit when there was no fans too. He was getting PO'd at camera guys, which that's my, like, that's my biggest, like, I love the shamble. I love what he's doing and ha- what he's doing for the game. But that's my biggest critique of him is just like, just focus on the golf, man. Like, don't let the cameraman bother you. Don't cheat. Just play your fucking game because you're good enough to win all this stuff. And I, th- it, I think he'll be, yeah. And it's just, he, he's, he seems to find a way to turn himself into, like, the biggest villain. Where he turns himself into, like, the New York Yankees or the Cowboys or Duke basketball. It's like, dude, just, just play the game. 
You're, you're great. You're, you can win this. There's nothing, you know, nobody stopping you. Just go out and execute. And I, I just don't want to hear, if, like, if he doesn't win some excuse of, like, oh, X reason was the, you know, reason why I couldn't come on top. It's like, okay. Sounds like you're talking about Patrick Reed. Reed Doesn't even sound like DeChambeau. Sounds like you're talking about Patrick Reed. Reed too is even worse. Like, like, like with DeChambeau, it's like a very small. Like you don't see it a lot. It's just like every once in a while it gets him off his game and it bothers him. It's like that for every fucking tournament with Patrick Reed. Patrick like, Reed just has that face. You cannot, you cannot like him just by looking at him. It doesn't matter what he does. I look at that face and I go, I hate you. That's a like punch, I hate you a with passion. Face. It's a punchable yes. face. Is what it is. It's like. If if he's the dude, he's the dude who comes up to your girl at the club and is like, "Hey, you want to dance?" It's like, "That's my girl." It's like, "Yeah, so." And then you just punch the shit out of him. That's literally who Patrick Reed is. Ian, maybe we should fight him on New Year's Eve. Maybe I should. <laughs> what does Patrick Reed weigh, anyways? I want to. I need to find that out. How much does Patrick Reed? Because the Shambo, what's the Shambo at now? Like two fifty. Two fifty, two sixty. Yeah, I think he's up there. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a possibility. Scott, what's ninety-one kilos? It's like two hundred, just under two hundred pounds, like one ninety-eight. No, uh, we're not in the same weight class. Um, so we don't have Bryson winning. Tiger Woods is not a favorite about. We didn't mention Tiger, which this is obviously a, a horrible golf podcast if we're not talking about Tiger. Um, I, hey, whoa, 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 whoa! I mentioned Tiger at the beginning, bro. Did you mention Tiger at the beginning? Yeah, I was like, I'm excited to see Tiger and see what he can do. Because if he plays like he does in the fourth round in last year, he's going to win the tournament. But you didn't pick him in the top 20 and you didn't pick him to win it. Uh, What are your expectations for Tiger then coming into this weekend? If he makes the cut, anything can happen. He's, again, if if you put him in the position to win, he's going to go for the juggler and he's going to probably do it. I think if he's anywhere close, look out. Liam, you're nodding your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. My ideal 2020 Masters is Tiger Woods, some young guy, JT, Morikawa, Dustin Wolf, one of those guys is in the final group with him. Um, and then one of the big dogs, Bryson, DJ, one of them is in the mix as well. The young guy is able to come out on top. I like it. Beat out, beat out Tiger. Beat out the legend. Beat out the young guy. Bright Dustin Wolf, who just walking around with their invisible traps that are actually quite visible because they're huge. But just beat (laughs) out those two powerhouses. Beat out Tiger, and get your first win on tour, or get your first major win on tour, or get your first Masters win. Have an accomplishment like that in front of those people. You're talking about Matthew Wolf, right? Not yeah, Dustin. not Dustin. You, you're getting the hockey mixed up there, big guy. I say Dustin Wolf. Wolf. Yeah, a Dustin couple Wolf. times. He's a goalie for the Calgary Flames, by the way. Former or yeah, current ever Yeah, yeah. He's going to be on the stacked U.S. World Junior Team. Looking too good, Ian. That Canada team, though, that, that, that Canada that's team, cool. it's like, that, that's OP. That Canada team is OP. Um, With Kirby Doc, dude. I was gonna say with Tiger and Wolf, I would love to see this weekend like a passing of the torch type thing this weekend. But because I mean, really, Tiger should only play hot take. Tiger should only really play in like the Masters, whatever the Arnold Palmer tournament is, 
And the players? No. Oh, the, the, there's the Arnold Paul, Palmer Invitational. That's what it is. He should play in that, um, the Masters, and the U.S. Open. Like, he, he, like, I don't really need to see Tiger in the John Deere Classic in the middle of August. No offense to Tiger. But it's just like, he's getting to the age now where he's, you know, he's a bit old. His body's kind of going down on him a little bit. Just play in three tournaments a year. Maybe play for the Olympics team, or maybe go play in like a you know World Golf Championship event once a year, and boom, there you go. Because it's not like he's playing for money. He has all the fucking money in the world. He's just doing it just to like prove that he's still a really fucking great golfer, and he is, and he is still a yeah. great golfer. Yeah. It, like he still won it last year, which is incredible. Just thinking about that now. Um, but I really, if I'm, if I was t- like, I just want to see Tiger in like three or four events each year. Fair enough. I know some of the hardo golf guys aren't probably gonna like that, but whatever. I don't, I don't care. I still think he has a shot at winning eighteen majors. I think he has a chance, if, especially if he wins this weekend. I think he's got a shot. So, so he's he's three majors off from Jack Nicholas. Yes, and if he wins the Masters today or this, this weekend, weekend, he'll have the most Masters championship ever most masters championships yes because if he wins also this weekend he'll have the most pga tour wins all time at 83 i think he already has that he's tied with sam schneid i believe at 82 if he wins it's going to be 83 83 that's right so now we get the uh analytical part of the podcast in here um (laughs) any other final golf notes anything else that we're really excited to see this weekend i i wrote like three pages of notes down and you know, this has been a really, you know, good 25, 30 minutes here. But anything else that, like, you're really excited to see this weekend? Liam, start with you. Great guys. groups. They have great groups. Whoever was putting yeah. these groups together did an unbelievable <laughs> job. You got DJ, Rory playing together. You got John Rahm, DeChambeau, Louis Ustazen, Sleeper Pick, uh, Bubba Watson, Matthew Wolf, Tommy Fleetwood, Justin Thomas, Brooks, Matthew Fitzpatrick. I mean, the list goes on. The, the groups are so well done. Uh, super excited to watch like all those it. groups. I like it. The conditions. The conditions will be the most important part. Again, this this tournament's in November, not April, like it usually is. And that will play a big factor in things, especially some of the guys that have played at Augusta before. They, they're they used to April greens. They're used to April fairways. Like Now they got to get used to November and a little bit colder air. Balls are gonna fly, not gonna fly as far, but I guess in the shambles case it doesn't matter. Um, the conditions will be the base part. If it's if it's warm and dry, it's gonna be a fun tournament to watch because the guys are gonna hit it miles. But if it's a little colder, maybe guys that don't hit the ball as far are actually gonna benefit because they're gonna have to hit smart shots and hit shots that are, you know, controlled and they have to put the ball in play. That's just it. Uh, Scott, I just want to remind you. Uh, this is what it looks like right now in Augusta in November. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. Um, Thank you. It, it's lovely here. Um, no, it is going to be like pouring down rain, I think, for the most of this weekend. I think they've been saying it's forecasts are in like the upper 70s Fahrenheit. I don't know what that is in Celsius. I never figured out Celsius. Um, like twenty. De- it's about 20 degrees, give or take. Okay, so there you go for all the Celsius listeners out there. Um, you know, I think this weekend... It's really, it's really going to be the Bryson show. I think it really is going to be, you know, 
the Shambos tournament to lose. He's coming in with all the momentum. Um, he's one of the hottest golfers on tour, tour right now. Probably him and DJ are the hottest. Even your guy, John Rahm, is you know another guy who's up there in terms of just really good tournaments in the last few months, and now we're coming to the Masters. But I think this is the Bryson show. I think this is a chance for DeChambeau to kind of insert himself as not the number one golfer in the world, but at least, you know, the guy, not the, and even not like the Tiger where everybody was focused on Tiger and everybody loved Tiger, but the guy who you want to watch when he's playing, the guy who you want to, you know, see what he's doing every weekend. And if he's playing well, if he's doing well, May, again, maybe every once in a while he has a you know a bit of an attitude burst, but I gotta say I think this is the, the Shambo show and it's gonna be spectacular to watch whether he wins or loses. That's well said. I don't have anything else to say. That's yeah, yeah. that thank, was well. Said. Thank you. I'm, I'm doing a podcasting class this semester, so <laughs> hopefully, hopefully it turned out uh, pretty well. Um, yeah, uh, you know, thank you, Liam, for coming on here. A uh, bit of a shorter pod, but, you know, gives us more time to edit and put it all out. So I really appreciate your time, although it sounds like you already had a guaranteed spot coming on here. So what do I know? Um, thank you, Scott, for coming on. Always. Fun time. Uh, th- thank you very much, everybody, for listening and watching. Uh, this should be out hopefully Wednesday. Check it out Wednesday. And the tournament should be done. Maybe we'll do another pod afterwards on recapping the Masters and, uh, you know, mm. what we liked and didn't like. And why. and if our picks were right. Yeah. We do a follow-up. Uh, so, yeah. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening and watching. Like and uh, we'll be back soon. So.